to the Splash Assess podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live after show. Now, did I just record an entire episode in my bathroom while the landscapers were mowing the grass outside because it was too loud in the regular spot I record? And then when I listened to the recording in the bathroom, it was so hollow that I had to now re-record it? Yes, that did just happen. Thank you for asking. Now, also circling back to yesterday's show... I talked about, (laughs) I talked some shit about LA buns and we all know how karma works because I talked shit. Now shit flies out of my mouth. And I said that it would give me gestational problems, (laughs) which is actually very fitting for this episode because we know Jackie Schimmel is pregnant, but we will get to that. So um, I am not pregnant. I'm just apparently verbally dyslexic. And yeah, I meant gastrointestinal problems. And I'm not saying that LA buns would give you gestational or gastrointestinal problems. I'm just predicting that for myself. So I also forgot to mention for The Real Housewives of Atlanta, the entire reason I brought it up is because of Todd Tucker's movie. We need to fucking discuss this, you guys. Okay, so we might be like six, seven, eight episodes into the season. Todd Tucker, Candy's husband, this whole time has been talking about this movie. He's been writing a movie. My movie, my Candy, help me. I need you to produce it, edit it, write in it, be an actor, do everything, take it over. But my name goes on it. Um, something like that. And so this episode, we finally find out what the movie's about. <gasps> so he sits Candy down and he has this whole movie poster made up. I love it because he wants to uh have the vision vision board, you know, manifest the reality. Except when he pulls the curtain back on his easel and reveals the movie board, we've already seen it before. His movie is called The Pass. Now in Candy's interview, she explains like a hall pass for married couples to go fuck a stranger, basically. Um, okay, so you mean like the movie The Hall Pass? The movie The Hall Pass that already exists and is like a weird, shitty rom-com that's been on streaming on TBS, I'm sure, for the past 10 years. You just took away the word hall and you just made it the pass? Like, it's literally the exact same premise, a married couple giving each other a pass? To be fair, I have never seen The Hall Pass and I am not in the writer's room with Todd Tucker as he writes The Pass. So there can be key differences. Like maybe one of the couple, it might be interesting if like the husband or the wife cheated or the husband and husband, you know, I'm not, we can have all types of marriages. And so um, if one spouse cheated and then the other spouse gets to now have a hall pass because of it and they're like "Ooh, should i fuck your friend should i fuck your brother should i fuck your dad like who should i fuck to fuck with you because you fucked somebody else there's just a lot of fuckery going on and there's a lot of fuckery with todd's movie like does nobody in the writer's room be like hey this movie already exists or did todd accidentally fall asleep on the couch one night while the hall pass movie was streaming and he thought that he like dreamed up this idea 
I don't know. Again, I hope that there's some differences, but if not, sure, sure. What's another knockoff version? Speaking of things I'm disappointed in, Below Deck this week. So they do these scenes with Captain Glenn every season where like the crew goes out. They do it with all the captains. The crew goes out and it shows them partying, drinking, crazy, fighting, blah, blah, blah. And then it'll cut back to the boat and it'll show the juxtaposition of the captain doing nothing, being wicked calm and like the crew being like, ah, ah, shot, shot, shots. And so on on this episode of Below Deck, last night they had the crew out and it cuts to Captain Glenn on the phone with his mom being like, mom, I had a dream. A donkey tried to kill me. And it was like, stop trying to make Fletch happen. Stop trying to make Fletch happen. That's the only thing I could think of, which is a callback to MJ. Mercedes Javid came up with that on JLL one episode where she meant to quote mean girls and say, stop trying to make Fletch happen. But of course, MJ just MJified it. And now Fletch is a thing. MJ did make Fletch happen, actually. So good on you, girly. But Captain Glenn on the phone talking about a donkey dream to his mom, that might not sound like breaking news. However, it's not because it's already been news on Below Deck. They've done this prior seasons where it's Captain Glenn has talked about a donkey, a turtle dream. Like there's just all these animal dreams. But now we're back to the donkey. It was just weird. It was like they were trying to make it a bit like, oh, let's do the donkey dream again this season. Glenn and then we had to squeeze it in last night because it sounded like Captain Glenn it was a voiceover like he recorded it in an LA studio like oh yeah we forgot to do the donkey thing do a shot of me with my back turned and I'll pretend to call my mom you know something like that so but that was more enjoyable to watch than Daisy and Colin making out you guys uh fucking knife in my heart. Are you joking me? Colin's literally my celebrity crush. I love him so much. I love everything. His personality. He's the cutest thing I've ever seen. He plays guitar. He's sweet. He's smart. Done. Love him. Um, so it's genuinely like my eyes are bleeding when him and Daisy are hooking up. Stop trying to make that happen. Okay. Let's not make Daisy and Colin happen. And Colin hit me up when you're in Newport, Rhode Island. All right. So moving on to the June 6th episode of Jeff Lewis Live. We had Jackie Schimmel. We had Zach Noe Towers. And we had Shane Douglas. Now, Jackie started off the episode by warning us that she might be crowning. She might be crowning. She's heavily pregnant, if you didn't know, if you didn't pick up on that, since we mentioned it the whole episode. Now, Jeff was saying that <laughs> Jackie doesn't look pregnant from the back. <laughs> I have never understood what that means. What do you mean? Nobody looks pregnant from the back. Have you ever seen somebody with their back turned and you're like, oh, I bet when they turn around, they're going to be pregnant as fuck. What? No, never. Like, we all have back fat, but babies don't grow in your back. Like, what are you talking about? It's your stomach that's popping. So, Nobody looks pregnant from the back. Maybe a side angle, sure, but I can't tell you how many men I've seen where it looks like there's a basketball up their shirt. And honestly, that is fine, because again, all bodies are great here on Splash of Sass. Normalize beautiful basketball bellies. And not feeling the need to comment on the fact that your pregnant friend looks pregnant. 
when there's a motherfucking baby alien mutant ninja turtle thing growing in there. Oh my God. Oh, being pregnant. Woof. Jeff is worried for Jackie's vag tearing and shit. I have an actual phobia of being pregnant. Like it physically makes me start to like want to vomit. And it is an actual disease called tocophobia. <laughs> I have a few phobias, but genuinely you're learning today on Splash of Sass. Tocophobia is somebody like me who is legitimately fearful of being pregnant. Like I would rather die than be pregnant. No, no, no. I don't want to grow something. And I, it, Again, this is the fear coming out. So that is why I'm so impressed by pregnant woman. So I will always back you up, Jackie. I got you, girl. Because it's like, damn, if everybody thought like me, if every girl felt like me, the population would dwindle to nothing. It would dwindle down to nothing real fucking quick. So Jackie's husband asked the doctor for the Wi-Fi code. <laughs> oh, classic. Um, Jackie's threatened him a little bit because of that and other things creating basically a psychological war zone in their house. All I know is that this kid is going to turn out fucking hilarious with Jackie as their mom. Are you joking? Oh my God. It's going to be like the most sarcastic. I always call babies it's, even though we know it's going to be a him, whatever. Sorry. I'm not a baby person. Um, but yeah, whatever. Okay. The baby's going to be funny. Now there's awful news for Jameson. Jeff has identified the person that Jameson is in a situationship with. Yikes. Yikes. You never want your parents to find out. And that's basically like now your dad knows. And it's not just any dad. It's like your nosy, pushy way into your business, dad. Okay. So also I owe an apology to Jameson. I missed four days and I already mislabeled him and Frank, the guy Frank, as boyfriends. They're, it's just a situationship. So have your fucking fun, Jameson. Like, what do you mean? I shouldn't have said anything about who cares about sleepovers or them never being in each other's cars. Like, who gives a fuck? It's a situationship. Just do your thing. Have fucking fun. I love it. Except it's actually not so fun anymore now that Jeff has trolled Frank's Instagram and is off to the races, creating his own narrative, creating this whole story of who Frank is in Jeff's mind, which Jameson tries to course correct by reminding us 37 million times that Frank's a really good guy. He's a really good guy. I want Frank on the mic. Frank on the mic. Fuck this. Fuck a get together because Jameson was like, oh, I'll bring him to the next Trump event. Uh, no, no, sir. This is a family thing. Okay. We're all in this together. Get Frank in the JLL studios so we can all meet him at once. Okay. Thank you. Love you. Now we talk about Jackie's food cravings. Okay. This is another thing that I find hilarious when we act like pregnant people have crazy cravings. What? Bitch, I ate a fucking pickle with peanut butter on it last night out of curiosity. That's not a joke. It's not a drill. Like, I just wanted something crunchy, salty. This, I just saw it all and I want, I, it was kind of delicious. Try it. A little peanut butter on a pickle? Um, but really, peanut butter on a pickle? Um, are we not all thinking of food 96% of the time? Whether we're pregnant or not? There's no way that's just me. No way. I don't believe it. I wake up thinking of food. I go to bed thinking of food. All day you think of what am I going to eat now? What am I, should I have to wait until I can eat this? Wait till, 
I literally, the only reason I wake up in the morning sometimes is because the night before I've amped myself up so much that I'm so excited when I wake up that I get to wake up and live another day and eat that delicious fucking breakfast sandwich from the cafe down the street. And yes, it might cost $45 for one McMuffin, but it's organic, all right? I don't think LA Buns can say that. Now, Julie and Brandy, oh my gosh, you guys, they have an announcement to make tomorrow, whoop, and we have been absolutely teased with this at this point. Like, what the fuck is the announcement, okay? We're all hanging on the cliff. You won. We're on pins and needles, okay? My prediction is that they're getting their own show on Radio Andy, or they're getting their own reality show. Or they're hosting a new reality show. I could see them hosting a game show. I wish that they hosted the Great American Bake Off. Because if anybody hasn't seen the Great British Bake Off on Netflix, oh, it's so fucking good. It's just like a chill show. And the comedians that host it are funny because they don't try hard. And then... We came out with an American version recently and we Americanified it and put Ellie Kemper, who plays Aaron in the office as the host with another comedian. Oh my God. Okay. So, um, British people, yeah, they like played it cool and were funny. Um, Ellie Kemper did the opposite of playing it cool. It was like, she like came out bursting in the cheerleaders uniform, like rah, rah, she's put, and it was just so over the top and like too, it was too much. It was way, it, British people, they didn't have to try hard. We were the tryhards. We were the tryhards and they should try harder to get Julie and Brandy to host it next time. Or a fortune themester. She'd be great as well. Chris Frangiola, I think he'd be great as well. I would like to throw my name in the mix. Thank you so much. Okay, so we also on JLL talked about James Kennedy. He denied Jackie's offer to be on her podcast. Rude. So sorry, Jax. Um, does anyone call you Jax? Ooh, I don't know if I can go back now. Um, okay, but let's keep James Kennedy's schedule open so that he can star in Hollywood Houselift, people. I'm never going to stop saying this until I see it on my fucking screen. Jeff Lewis has a show redesigning million-dollar homes that need a little lift. James Kennedy just bought a million-dollar home that needs a little lift. It is so fucking perfect, and I can't wait for it to happen. But James Kennedy might not come to the JLL studios because we find out Jameson boycotted the entire series just because he didn't like this, how it started. He didn't like the catalyst to it, how it kind of snuck in through Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and that's how Vanderpump... Oh, whatever, Jameson. Come on. Just because it it snuck in behind Beverly Hills, then Jameson felt like he was swindled into trying to like this show. See, here's the full circle moment that Jameson's not realizing. This is the crazy part, is that he felt like he was being swindled by Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, forcing him to start liking Vanderpump Rules. When in fact, Jameson swindled himself out of watching one of the best reality shows on television. Vanderpump rules from season one with the original cast, original friends, everything up until Stassi left. So fucking classic. You can't write that shit. Like, it was just epic. Obviously, this season is as well, but for different reasons. Anyways, Jameson, you and Frank should cozy up one weekend, maybe have a sleepover, but definitely watch Vanderpump Rules. Now, after that, Jeff's boss texted him, <gasps> live on air, that he's such an idiot? <gasps> 
what the fuck? Oh my God. First of all, I hate that word. I don't know if it's the way it comes off the tongue. Like idiot, 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 idiot. Um, also, this is why we don't take Sirius XM seriously. How can you get mad at anything that Jeff says if your superior is going to name call you and bully? Like, what? If your superiors aren't going to be professional, guess what? It trickles down, okay? So now we know we try to, they try to blame Jeff Lewis and be like, oh, you're so inappropriate. You're so unhinged, blah, blah, blah. It's like, Okay, I bet Jim Thompson is as well. Clearly, he's clearly drinking too much Yellowstone bourbon, waiting for his dinner with Jeff and Shane tonight, and the whiskey's got him feeling a little frisky, and now he's calling Jeff an idiot live on air. Rude. So fucking rude. Now, Zach Noe Towers also met a boy at Pride that Jeff is trying to make him commit to. <laughs> It was so funny all episode watching Jeff try to make Jameson and Zach be in these committed relationships when they're both like, um, we're good over here. Like, we're going to take our time, maybe do the paperwork, make sure we really get to know someone so we're not scammed like perhaps some others are. <laughs> But it was just so, like, Jeff is like, ugh, I'm in a struggling relationship. Everybody else get into a relationship, too, because we know that misery hates company. Oh, no, wait, it loves it. So Jeff wants everybody else to find love, so then they can end up miserable, too. Boom. Now, Jackie made sure to get Botox, <laughs> Botox before confirming that she was pregnant with her doctor. You know, like, do all the things that's about to become illegal once you're pregnant, like eat sushi and get Botox and I don't know what else. Oh, alcohol. That's a big one. Um, but, and by illegal, I just mean by society standards, obviously everybody do whatever the fuck you want to the point where, again, I told this story last time Jackie was on JLL. My friend did not know she was pregnant until she showed up at the motherfucking hospital with a fully developed baby sliding out. Are you joking me? Like literally the entire time during her pregnancy that she didn't know about, she was drinking, smoking, going out, doing everything. And then nine months later, went to the hospital and was like, oh, I have a baby. And they're like, oh, do you have a car seat for it? And she's like, no. And do you have some spare diapers around here? Because I need to stop at CVS on the way home. But all I'm saying is that she probably allegedly did much worse things than Botox. And her baby is like the king of preschool now, okay? Jackie, go on with your Botox self. And again, like they said, maybe it'll trickle down to the baby and she'll save a little money on preemptive treatments. Now, Ken and Zach Noe Towers are going to try to go to the movies together again. Jeff keeps on saying it's their second movie date. They never went to the movies together. Does nobody remember this story correctly? Oh my gosh, it riles me up because Zach and Kian planned to meet up there, but Kian didn't save him a seat. So Zach had to sit rows ahead. I'm sorry, if you don't sit next to somebody, if you don't sit in the same row, you didn't go to the movies together. No, unless it's a giant group and you're all like split. In, no, but it was just Zach alone and a few rows ahead and Kian like, oh shit, I didn't know you were actually coming. So now Kian is reaching out to Zach and making it a point to make sure that they go again because he's guilty as fuck. This is his redemption trip. How does nobody see through this shit? Kian has a guilty conscience and he is trying to clear it. So if that means that Zach and him get to go to the movies together, great. Can't wait for the recap. But if we can stop casually gliding over the fact that Kian never saved Zach a seat... 
that would be great. Thank you. Now, Jeff wants Jackie to never let her kid go on a senior trip. They talk about Cameron Smith, who jumped up the ship and potentially got eaten by a shark. Rest in peace. Mostly from this, we find out that Shane never learned how to swim. What? I must have known this, but it just always blows my mind anytime anybody doesn't know how to swim because it's like we're humans on a planet where there's either land or water. And it's like, if you should know how to live on both, you should know how to live on both is my personal outlook. Like, heaven forbid you ever fall into the sea. Like, what? One if by land, two if by sea, three if you should learn to swim safely. Oh my God, you guys, we just fucking remixed Paul Revere. We just, we're making history on Splash of Sass with history. Boom. Damn. All right. But anyways, Jeff, this needs to be a B storyline in Hollywood House Lift. Let's teach Shane how to swim this summer. What? It's so perfect. Picture it. Hot private swim coach, obviously shirtless. He can borrow one of Jameson's Speedos. If Jameson won't let him, Frank, I'm sure, will. And so we have the hot coach. We have Shane in the water, splashing around, becoming the little mermaid he's destined to be. Oh my gosh, how adorable. And then we have Jeff sipping a mojito under the cabana, bouncing back between checking out the swim coach and heckling Shane. Oh my, I can just see that scene perfectly. And again, I'm not going to stop talking about shit until it manifests into real life. Have I ever mentioned that I really want to win the lottery? Let's just keep manifesting that. All right, so then we move on to baby name guessing for Jackie Schimmel. (gasps) You guys, this is so fascinating to me. I love guessing names. Okay, so she said he has, her baby's going to be a boy for now. Um, It has a classic first name that, no one has right now. She was like, it's a very classic name, but you don't know anybody with it. <gasps> what do you, oh my God, I'm so intrigued. Like, what do you mean? What do you, I need to know. I need to guess it. Is it Theodore? I hope it's Theodore. I love the name Theodore. Um, Then she said that there's a spicy middle name. Spicy? What? Theodore Flames. Teddy Flames. T-Flame. I kind of love it. I hope it's Theodore. We are just manifesting so fucking much in this podcast. All right, so Jackie's going to give the chumps her breast milk because apparently it's really good for you. I tried some of my friends the other week, actually, and I've tasted my sister's before and it was wicked sweet. And then when I tasted my friends, it was like baby spit up. It was like, you know, like how babies have that dry, crusty milk smell. That's apparently how this one came out fresh. And I don't know if it was just like because they have different diets or like what it was, but maybe my memory is just serving me incorrectly, but I would just definitely rather have my sister make a latte with her breast milk than that friend. Um, not that either of them are trying to make me a breast milk latte, but I was also thinking that if breast milk, if they found out that like breast woman's breast milk was so much more nutritious than anything on the planet, whatever you already know, they would empty the cows from those farm factories and us girls would be lining up from the day that our nips can first squeeze out a droplet. And we would just be hooked up to those machines and just 
squeezed out to the core. Oh my God, ow, my nips hurt. They actually hurt thinking about this. How do people breastfeed? How do you have something so, ow, ow, no. You guys, again, tocophobia, fear of actually being pregnant. If you look it up, it literally causes people to not have children. Again, that is me. I have always said, I do not want children unless I can afford a surrogate. It is not because of medical need. It is not because of vanity purposes. It is simply because the thought of being pregnant makes me want to vomit. Vomit. You guys, something grows inside of you. It grows. Oh my God. I don't even want to take care of myself sometimes. Oh my God. All right. I'm going to go ice my nips because they genuinely are sore from this whole conversation. All right, guys, this is such a great episode. Um, We will be back tomorrow. Follow me at Splash Assess Podcast. Subscribe, like, all that shit. Um, Watch my Insta stories maybe because actually, you know what? I feel hypocritical because I don't have social media personally, obviously for the podcast I do. But so for me to be like, oh my God, follow my social media. It's like, I wouldn't do that. I hate social media. So if you don't want to, you don't have to. Your phone, your choice. I'm just saying I love my Insta stories and you might too. Okay, so see you tomorrow. Great. Okay, I love you guys so much. Bye. Splash, splash, splash. Splash your sass. Splash your sass.